When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today it's our favorite day of the week with miss sarah frasia oh my god every time i turn on this goddamn zoom you look skinnier and skinnier you skinny bitch i'm so jealous well i have chickmunk cheeks over here i can see the chiseled face <gasps> listen to me you look the exact same first of all so i don't know what you're talking about with chitmunk cheeks and um you know, some days have been dark over here, Sarah. Some days have been dark. Yesterday wasn't a good day. Why? Just because the side effects? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> as I laugh, as I yeah. laugh. Um. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Listen, this shit's gone viral. This, this past week alone. Did Everybody's you see, on no it was in. It was in. It was in Vogue. It was on GMA. Like, the secret is out of the bag. And there's, like, a real shortage. It's, like, a whole... Trust me, I'm I'm feeling the drama because my first four weeks are out and now I need to go fill refill the script. And it's I will spare you the details, but like, you know, how can I put this? You know how like people are rude to like wait staff? Like that's not me. I'm nice to everyone, but I have to tell you, I had a complete stage five <laughs> meltdown. <laughs> Like I am a true drug addict in a back alley trying to get a fix. I'm not joking. I had a complete breakdown on the CVS pharmacist, which look at, it's not her fault oh. if it's, if the shit's back ordered. And once again, we have one thing, the power of the Kardashians. This is all because of Kim Kardashian, you know, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, Daily Mail and of course, you know, the Kardashians never really reveal what they're everything they're doing to maintain yeah. it. But this article came out this week in Daily Mail. By the way, for everyone listening, I think at this point they know we're talking about your diet, which is essentially a diabetes injection drug that's now taken over the internet that people are doing that dramatically helps you lose weight. So but by suppressing your appetite. So I read that article. It's so it's so speculative that basically Kim used Ozampec injections to lose the 16 pounds to get into the Marilyn Monroe dress. Now, 
I mean, what I, I do, I think it could be true. 110%. I think it could 100%, but nobody knows that. And they're just using that to fuel the craze. Yes. And yes, there's all yes. And yes to all of that, but not even that the good morning America piece, the, the, the Vogue piece, every article. Yes. Mentions Kim Kardashian. As I was screaming and having my, and I'm not even going to talk about the words that came out of my mouth because it's not my proudest moment, guys. But as these words were coming out of my mouth towards the CVS pharmacist, at least I'm honest about it, guys. You know, like Melissa Gordon says she hasn't gotten a nose job and so does Doreen. But the words that were coming out of my mouth, I mean, the pharmacist was like, you understand, like, this is what's happening because of Kim Kardashian. So even the pharmacists are like, let's, let's blame it on Kim. You know, no, they they never said they were on this. I am convinced because I know, you know, listen, I, I mentioned like Megan Weaver and like Jeff Lewis, because they talk about it. I'm not going to out all these housewives, but like, I know housewives that are specifically oh. on this. Like, Well, looking at you and your face and your transformation, it's very easy to see now when you look at people who shall go unnamed in the housewives universe or even celebrities um, who has used it and who hasn't, because it just, you you can see how you lose weight. And and now, because our phones are spying on us, when I go on TikTok, everybody's Ozampex story pops up. Everyone, um, yeah. Everybody. And, and then they're like, hi, I'm doing Ozampex. You know, I'm like, oh my God. And they don't even look overweight. And then they shed the extra like 20. And of course they just look so chiseled. And mind you, can let me just drop a footnote before we move on. This is three weeks and two days. This isn't even a month yet. I, I, yeah, I did one to two, two to three. Yep. I just did three. I did my fourth shot, but it's only, which is three weeks. It's only been three weeks and two days. So this is not even a month that this has all happened. Three weeks, three weeks. I just worry about the long-term side effects for all y'all. I just, you should happen when you go off it. Like eventually six months later, the weight's going to come back. Then what? you you ask questions that I am aware of very much <laughs> every day. And it's just like, it's kind of like I always said, like if I were on like Big Brother or Survivor or one of those, like, I don't know what I would play the game for everyone who's a fan of Survivor or Big Brother. Like I would literally, my game would be like, yeah, you want to look long-term and let's not burn bridges. But I'm like, I just have to be here in week five to worry about week five. So I would play the game week to week. Right now, I am in this week. And when, when my fourth shot was taken- two days ago and I now need my prescription filled and they tell me it's on back order. Now I have, I'm a very resourceful woman over here behind the velvet rope. So I have believe I have my basis covered with some other aspects, which we don't need to get into, but I believe there'll be a package arriving in the mail tomorrow of what I need, but yes. So I had a stage five meltdown, but thank you for noticing. Yes. And yesterday was a day from absolute hell because it just, I think, you know, I, I was out and about, but I was so, so exhausted. I slept this weekend, like, not normal, not normal. So that's right. Like, long term, this isn't a way to live a life. But look at me, I'm smiling and I'm happy. So <laughs> here we are. Look, and you're going to have you some go. hot sex this Hanukkah season. And you're going to just roll into the new year gorgeous, spelt on New Year's Eve. You're going to be making out with a bunch of fabulous, hot, sexy guys. And then, you know, after that, whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Like, live it up until 2023. And then we'll deal with it then. We'll deal with it then. And I already told you, I got more attention per se when I had, I mean, let's see what happens now, but I'm telling you when I had all this extra weight on me, 
no, like if this is, I got, I got a lot of attention. People like, people like, thank you, Kim and Chloe for just showing us that all different bodies are acceptable. Really? There you go. All right. Um, Speaking of my life and New York. So we talked about Lizzie Savetsky last time. Now, before we get into Andy Cohn's statement and everything, I, so it's funny. Somebody told me something yesterday, very off the record, which I, which I wasn't going to really share, but now I didn't say anything to anyone. I'm looking online and there are talks about what I was told. So apparently it must not be that hush hush. So now I feel like I can talk about it. Oh, this you is, gotta say it. This is from like a really reliable source. So oh, look, I don't know if this is true, but you know we don't like to spread that rumors until we're pretty sure. So I was told either like Lizzie left or whatever, and I didn't even read Andy Cohn's statement, so I want to hear what you have to say. But like the rumor is, is that she so she's a matchmaker and she picks up like Jewish clients with other Jewish people. That's all she does, apparently. Okay. And so one of the cast members, Bryn Whitfield, this is the rumor of who it was, which this person didn't tell me. I had to figure this out. The rumor is like, she, I guess, wanted to be fixed up with one of Lizzie's clients. And again, this is hearsay. She was then told by Lizzie, like, I only fix up Jew on Jew, like that's my business. And I'm Jewish. So it's if anyone is thinking I'm using the word Jew short and it's derogatory, I could say Jewish, but it's, you know, when it's your own, I don't really think it's that derogatory for me, David Yontif, a nice Jewish boy to say Jew as opposed to Jewish for the sake of this argument. And then I guess Bryn said something, I don't really know. And then Lizzie said something like, I think Bryn said something like, you know, <laughs> what the hell and something again, I don't know what she said that offended Lizzie. And rumor is then Lizzie said something like, well, that would be like me using the N-word as it relates to someone Black. This is where I'm not sure all of this is true at all, but that's a rumor to what she said. And Bryn herself is mixed. And this is all while they're filming. And so I think there's tape. And so my understanding is that she was let go and... This is the part where I, because you know I'm a lawyer. This is where I'm like, girl, what are you doing? That not Lizzie silly. was let go. That's, yes. And there now I see comments. I haven't told anyone this, so I wasn't going to bring it up because the source is so reliable. I'm like, I can't talk about this. This is like really off the record. But now I see all on my, on my, on our last chat about Lizzie, and I just had one with Kim. There's all these comments already talking about this. So I'm like, oh, let's not be that exclusive. The rumor is then that they let Lizzie go and they're like, you're, there's no, there's nothing. There's no money. There's no pay. There's nothing. So she's now like, I worked. Where's my money? So I'm just like, I mean, I had Gloria Allred on my show, one of the like leading civil rights, like whatever was said and who's right and wrong. Again, I would be filing a lawsuit against Bravo personally if I signed a contract and worked and now I'm not. Now, whether it's valid or not, that's. I would be suing Bravo. I'd be having you probably a press as somebody in the TV production business. You know, lots of times with talent, you ha- you ask them to do a lot of things before the show. Now, look, I'm assuming they'd entered into an official contract that maybe definitely, but still, I mean, there can be all kinds of contract clauses. Like, I mean. Okay, she like we talk about this on TLC, right? Because like on my show, I talk a lot of TLC. You know, it's notoriously known that TLC stars, I'm talking everybody from 90 Day Fiance, they make a little bit more now. 
but when it first started to like uh welcome to Platteville, I love a mama's boy. The, the base minimum is like three grand, like uh, an episode. Okay. That's like, you know, and sometimes it's even lower if you're not a main cast member, which is so she might have had like this whole thing. Like she just got $3,500 like a day, like shooting or an, not even a day, an episode. And if they don't have enough material to even use her in one episode, she might not be getting paid. Like that's not, I mean, that could be part of her contract. I don't see how she could sue if she signed that. Yes. I'm just being hypothetical. No, no, listen, I, I've seen the Bravo contracts. I mean, they're not for the faint of heart. I mean, you it's like you have no rights. You sign your life away. You yeah, sign totally. your life away that you can't sue. I just think when it involves this and now she's, you know, Jewish. And, you know, I'm just saying like when we get into that area, I think it could. I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying is. I would at least go to a top lawyer at this point. If I was fired right or wrong, I would be like, this is something here. Like, I, I, I really would. I truly would be suing Bravo if it was me. Like I know she rumor is she's also through this other source was like, you know, I have an NDA. It's like, you can't be fired and expect an NDA to be upheld. So girl, just open your mouth and talk. I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She she went out like okay. And so- by the way, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not skipping over what was allegedly <laughs> said and all that. I just don't want to get into that. I'm just more like my mind goes to the business aspect of it of like really. But uh, but I just think that's a big disconnect between what's being put out there and I really don't know what's true. Right. I mean, she's saying like, what did Andy? She's saying that she's gotten a ton of death threats, which I'm not taking that away from her. I mean, I am Jewish. I can tell you that it like anti-Semitism in this world is a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, People absolutely. like, so I mean, you know, I'm not discredit. I'm not saying again, my favorite saying two things get to be true. It can be true that she's received death threats and, and, and someone on the cast said something anti-Semitic. It's just more like, what a mess. What a mess. I mean, she apparently said this and apparently she feels stuff was said anti-Semitic against her. I just think if there's a scuffle, if there's whatever, and one person is let go and another isn't, to me, that's a lawsuit. But I think here, whatever it is, if stuff is on the film and there's words that were used while filming, that's pretty, it's pretty, I mean, that doesn't help your case. So I don't know. It's just a mess. I'm not so sure that we've heard the last of this. She's saying, you know, that she's walked away from anti-Semitism. And listen, I don't know her. I am not taking anything away from her. I'm just giving you all the facts. I'm not, I'm not being negative to anti-Semitism or anything. I mean, I'm a Jew. So, but what I just think, I think to me, the bigger issue is like, this doesn't like, there's more than meets the eye guys on what these statements are. And what is Andy's statement? And you're rolling your eyes because you, you're you're not happy with well, this. Well, I'm not really, no, I mean, look, I'm empathetic to anybody that receives any sort of racism, um, you know, discrimination. I guess when I'm a little shocked, I saw somebody's TikTok. They did like a whole breakdown about this, about her announcement, you know, on her Instagram, essentially saying exactly what you're saying. I received all this anti-Semitism. And the person was like, look, Liz, is this me- is this Gillies, that Gillies woman who because <laughs> there's that one blonde woman who apparently is like a new, oh. 
She apparently was in the mix for House. This is just another thing I was told. Okay, okay. Like, she's apparently jealous. She wanted the job. I'm Again, I'm just telling you the facts. Nothing against anyone. Go on. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. You know, people are always telling me I give such great relationship advice, but I never take my own advice. But I have to tell you guys about Paired. Paired is something that has helped me out. And I really think it's going to help all of you guys out who are in a relationship out there. And when I say relationship, I mean, you could be dating the person for 10 years or really just be on a third date. It's for everyone. It's a relationship app for couples. And it's really fun. Listen, here's what you do. You and your partner download the app, pair together, and every day Paired gives you questions, quizzes, and games to have fun with and stay connected and really like deepen your conversations. It's really great for people that like don't know how to break the ice with certain things with their partner, no matter how long they've been together. And it kind of just cuts through all the BS. Like here are some of the things that I found the most fun. Like this is like for a couple's game. How would you describe me? What's your love language? Would you rather? There's also like really interesting quizzes like managing jealousy. So listen, whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to paired.com slash velvet to get a seven day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to paired.com slash velvet to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. No, this was a guy that basically was breaking down like all of us. I think I was very curious about Lizzie. Like it seemed like she had lobbied for a long time to get on. She finally gotten on. She obviously was was known in um, New York City circles. I mean, I love Jewish culture. Like I love a lot of different cultures. I love black culture, Jewish culture, Asian. I mean, I've friends of all backgrounds. So I'm very curious about how other people live. Obviously, I'm I would grow up like Irish, Catholic, Scottish. So, you know, we're basically just alcoholics that eat chicken. So, you know, I just I like that. I, <laughs> I like that. You had me so an alcoholics. You had me an alcoholic, okay? Or alcoholics that eat soda bread and eat a lot okay. of like turkey and chicken. Um so anyway, I was very curious to see her. And basically the person was like, "Don't we know in 2022, heading into 2023, 23 years of reality TV that if you put yourself out there, you're going to get everything. You're going to get body shame, fat shame, racism shame, color shame." Like, why did she did she I know I thought the person was very blunt in saying calling a little bit of bullshit like really like she's she's probably faced anti-semitism her whole life and then you're going to be on tv it's going to be magnified and wouldn't the ultimate form of fuck you to the anti-semites is to stay on and continue to show what healthy jewish culture is like i i don't know i just again everybody's mental health everybody's at a different place i just feel like you lobbied to be on TV. I mean, this wasn't like you were truly plucked from like New York City society. And it was like, oh, hey, I, I don't really watch reality TV. I don't know what I'm in for. Like you moved to different, you bought homes in different. I just, I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that that was the only reason. 
I don't know. I just right, do. which leads my theory and what people are saying online, which again was already out there before I'm opening my big mouth. Like, and by the time you hear this, it'll be a week after, guys. And who knows? This could could be blown off. But right, it just it goes back to like, come on now, how many people really truly walk away? There are some we can go down the list, but how many people really? are ready in their first season before the lights to right like you lobby whatever one day you're in texas in the mix for season six of rhod which we've discovered which i've known for months finally people are listening and now you're like really you really walked away i agree with you right let the let the threats come in i'll show all of you like i'm not gonna live my life i i agree i don't i'm tending to believe that this was a termination and not a not a, not a, I'm, I, this is too much for me and I'm going to walk away. Yeah. Daddy Cohen, ultimate, ultimate, I mean, so media trained, but daddy Cohen basically said, look, we already have seven cast members for Roni. We're not replacing her. We're down to six. We have plenty of women to fill the void. You know, he's very diplomatic, right? He says, I'm, I was shocked. I was shocked that she left, that she walked away. Um, but I understand, you know, obviously, just like what you're saying, anti-Semitism is real in the world. I I get it. Everybody has to do their own thing. Wish her well. I mean, basically, not much, right? I mean, that's really kind of all he was stating. Um, and, you know, Andy was a little surprised. So I don't know. Is Andy surprised if she was fired that she wrote that? Not sure. I mean, it was interesting to me too. You know, he spoke about Ramona this week. Andy like commented on everybody this week, but he talked about Ramona. He says he was shocked that Ramona came out and told everybody that she quit because he had had a conversation with her a week before. And basically Andy kind of threw it back on her and made it sound like she had such a rigorous schedule that she wasn't willing to accommodate Bravo anymore to do the legacy show. And she was quite... um you know, I guess bullish in that she had these things that she wanted to do. Um, so Andy said he was a little bit surprised the way she basically abruptly said, I'm done. He did use the word bullish. Yeah. I mean, and that's another one, like on both situations, I'm just like, I call bullshit on both of Andy's statements. Just, you know, I mean, it's listen, no offense. Like I'm trying to believe it all, but I mean, one situation is like, I don't think you want the American people to know that, you know, there was this, and then maybe this word was used and it was that the Lizzie situation is like, you don't want that out there. And with Ramona, I think it's like, look, do I think Andy has his favorites? Absolutely. Do I think Andy will do anything and throw his favorites under the bus for the job? Of course, we all do. That's the that's that's the job. If you're not of the people, as Sarah says, you're either of the business or of the people. Well, guess what, guys? If you didn't realize, <laughs> newsflash, major, major news alert here today. Um, Andy is of the business, not of the people. So even though he has his friends, he will throw his friends down the river. Do I think one of the ones that he loves is Ramona? He absolutely loves Ramona. He appreciates what she gave. Yes, but I feel that was all bullshit. And Ramona is truly fired because she is problematic in this world. And we've had enough. And we're not really going for someone in their 60s on the legacy show and no age shaming. Not it's not my network. And I just think that was like, let's let the woman save face. And like, we don't even care. Legacy is a year. Oh, yes. Oh, Andy says we're about to cast it. Bull fucking shit. They're not about to cast legacy. Don't forget, like, I know Jill. I know you know, Kelly, I know no one's, no one's like waiting, waking up every morning now waiting for the phone to ring. It's not happening now. So 
I feel that he can say that, but in all reality, who cares about remote? It's like a year away and right. let's let the woman save face and just say that she's and you know, he says she's been great for the franchise and she says I'm done. She knows she's not invited back. I believe Ramona is, I guess, not fired. Yeah, she was fired with Luann and she was fired with, with Ebony and she was fired with Leah. And so they were all fired. There's no season 13. I just think Ramona knows that she's not being invited back. And rather than have it announced and then have to say, no one asked me, she's saying, I'm walking away, but I call bullshit. I think if the phone rang tomorrow and Andy were like, guess what? We're, we're going to go with you. She would be going back. But I think it is, not going to happen it's the nail in her coffin and they're just letting her say this and andy doesn't need to prove anything because he's making his 57 million dollars a year let ramona start her real estate career at douglas lmm oh my god that would be epic mind you i just bought an apartment in new york city months ago i'm in the hamptons in the summer ramona girl guess what people are not yeah sorry about that i just slept that in sarah's like oh wow her mouth's getting bigger why why would anyone go to you ramona like this isn't housewives girl you can't be a total nasty see you next tuesday in the real world and want people to work with you in real estate like i'm not saying ramona needs me but like the average person like girl it don't work this way she's could you imagine ramona being like well i don't understand i just showed you an apartment why aren't you buying it it's only four million just just buy it well it was one apartment ramona now wait i i i i want to go look at a brand new building in harlem 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 what is harlem i like do the upper side i'm not going to harlem well that's why i'd <laughs> like to buy an apartment right whatever whatever we have to stay here. like what type of real estate agent is it just because you're god i a, hope they coach her for a reality a, a real estate show she'd be so good she would be so good. good. She'd she be, would be so good. good on Douglas. I mean, she'd be so good on Mauricio. I mean, not she's not LA at all, but you know, I mean, she'd just be so good on selling New York. Oh my God. She would be. But you know what? Guess what? It's a really tough fucking business. You got to really, oh, totally, I mean, totally. like, so I don't think I'm, I would not go to Ramona if someone referred me. I would, I would choose Ben Simone over Ramona in the real estate game because we got Ben Simone in there too. Also at Douglas Elliman. Um, but hey, if Ramona's having an open house, guys, go get your pictures. Ramona. Annoy the fuck out of her. Um, anyway, see- too bad. I wanted to see Lizzie, but I, you know, it's, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a very interesting time. It's a very interesting time. And by the way, did you see like the other week, <clears throat> Avery Singer was on, I don't blame her. Avery Singer was on a stage. I think it was during Halloween at a party and a fan, this is all online if I want to see, a fan came up and l- l- the music was loud. It was like, and a fan came up and grabbed Avery's by the arm and said, started screaming, oh my God, oh my God, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh my God, I love you. I love you. It was like BravoCon times 10 with this really? one fan. And Avery was like, just freaking out. out. So like, you could say like mother, like daughter, but at the same time, it is this like, <clears throat> I don't know if that's, I mean, I would freak out if someone grabbed me too. I would like, too. You could yeah, love, that- and the girls freaking out. I love you. I love you. I love, and Avery's like, oh. and there was this whole thing online. Like, was this <sighs> too much and how to approach? So there you go for whatever that's worth. You know, I'm sure Avery doesn't really enjoy taking pictures any more than her mother, but that isn't really the right way to go about it. Um, what else do you want to talk about? EJ's um, earrings are up for sale. Oh, can we, can we, can we? There's so much EJ dirt. I mean, I'm first of all, I want to go to this auction. I actually had this vision because you know, the bidding for these so-called first of all, 
according to the auctioneer, I was going to get this auction house. They actually started following me and I followed them back because I shared earrings and I'm like, I want to buy these. I think you and I should do a GoFundMe, raise the money. All of our listeners, we should raise the $200,000 because starting price is 200 grand for these. It's they don't think they think they're going to sell for a song. According to the auction house, these were only appraised, by the way, these diamonds, because I don't think I don't know if people know this, but when you go to get engaged and you start diamond ring shopping, you know, diamonds are everywhere now. So they're really not worth shit unless you have this like ultra like uber clear X amount of carrots. Like it has to be so high, high, high end or like Elizabeth Taylor owned it to be anything. So, you know, EJ has said forever that these diamond rings, and by the way, there's six carats each diamond. So 12 carats total. She said they're worth like 1.4 million. According yeah. to the auction house, they've only been appraised for between 400 and $550,000. So they're saying these could go for a song. They're, the bidding price starts at 200,000. Oh my God. I mean, David, our listeners, like we should buy these i mean i would just love and look it's going to be reported on i would just love to be there at the auction house when they're like these earrings and by the way they are purchased in nine you know whatever 19 whatever by a mr tom girardi and as featured on the past four seasons of the real housewives of beverly hills as worn on miss erica jane and the starting bid is i would love it Someone was making, people are making jokes online. Like, you know what? Hey, Diana, girl, just buy them back for your BFF. Diana should just do a solid and just buy them back for Erica, right? The, uh, John Moran Auctioneers is handling the partnership. Their value for these earrings has been estimated between two hundred fifty and 350000 That ain't no $1.4 million. The vice president of the auction house said in a press release last month, as far as value as it is a court-ordered sale. The bidding will be starting around two hundred thousand. Don't Listen, you think that means uh, they're not worth one point four million? I think that means that. Um, I don't have the time, but if any listener out there is so inclined and wants to reach out to this auction house and put them in touch with me or Sarah, and we we could have them on for a hot minute. I don't have the time to add it to my list, send it to I my know. team, because like, but if anyone wants to hear from these people and you want us to have them on, if you want to do all the legwork. Now that Thanksgiving is over and we head into Christmas, I have finally realized when I'm on lululemon.com all day, because it really is my favorite brand out of any brand I've ever worn, I am done buying myself stuff. It's time to focus on gifts. And the reason you're going to love going to lululemon.com is because it really is a one-stop shop. Everyone thinks of Lululemon as like athletic wear and stuff to work out in, which it is, but it has so much more. I've been so invested in all of the men's stuff because I buy for myself on there on a pretty regular basis, way too regular. I've now discovered the women's stuff. Wow, it's just as good. All the ladies in my life are getting Lululemon this season. Now, one item, the Lululemon Align High Rise Mini Flare Pant. You guys have to check this out. It looks perfect for women to work out in. All my ladies, and yes, a lot of those are real housewives, are getting this. It comes in so many different colors. So I'm just going to get a different color for everyone. But they also have so many accessories, hair accessories, bags, yoga mats, water bottles. With three weeks left to go to Christmas, everyone is getting a gift from lululemon.com. And if you guys want to do the same, lululemon.com. That's right, lululemon.com. 
Com. We all get so busy in our daily lives, but I can't stress how important it is to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. Because if your mind is clear, it allows you to accomplish everything else that you want to accomplish in your day. When you work on yourself, you start to see positive changes in all areas of your life. Talkspace has helped me with all of that, and I wholeheartedly recommend them. I can't tell you how much they've helped me with therapy. You can sign up online, you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within only 48 hours. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist at any time. And it's so incredibly convenient. I mean, I don't like leaving my house, nor do I have time. You get to have virtual sessions right from the comfort of your own home. And did you know Talkspace is the number one therapy platform? They have licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com velvet to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com slash Velvet to get $100 off your first month. So don't wait till something goes wrong in your life to start working with a therapist. That's Talkspace.com slash Velvet. Why not? Isn't it interesting? I mean, people are trolling the fact. They're not. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just wanting to remind the audience and my own damn self. You know, all this shit is inflated. All of it is inflated. She has been saying they're worth 1.4 million. They literally were appraised for between 250 and 350,000. Okay. In auction house, which is a lot. But right, like in, 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 you had to go by the auction house. I mean, like, you know, Sotheby's, like with this Tom Moran auction house, they don't just pull a number out of, right, whatever it's appraised at is really pretty much what every other auction house would appraise it at. So, Erica, why did you inflate the value, girl? Why? I'm upset with you now. Because she wants, because, because that's their like life. And, you know, that's their life. And I'm sure probably Tom, who we know is the biggest scammer of all time, told her, oh, these earrings are worth, you know, 750,000. And he may have paid 750,000. You know, diamonds are like cars now. The minute you take them, you use them, they depreciate in value. Have you ever tried to go sell jewelry? Like diamonds, it's not worth shit unless you have some sort of like ultra rare, rare, like. I agree. And by the way, I'm looking because I'm looking down and like I saw that. And I also saw this other thing about like Tom Girardi. That thing is, do you see that the FBI person is not, shocker, is not answering any questions that Tom allegedly paid. Unreal. Well, Tom Girardi, we talked about this last time, paid 1.2 million for home of FBI as a man allegedly refuses to answer. So the FBI shocker is not answering any questions about his apparent $1.2 million house that allegedly his mother was given. So the, so the FBI agent, this Daniel Alway, I believe is his name is he is the do- He's the son of Tom Girardi's former mistress and secretary. Okay. So this woman worked for Girardi for Tom in the nineties. Sounds like a little bit maybe before Erica's day or right as he was meeting Erica. Um, And much like we've seen him do with other mistresses, he was giving her illegal funds, like stealing money, bought her a house somewhere in California. So Daniel, who's now the head of the FBI bureau here in LA, he was, you know, not Tom Girardi's son that we know of, somebody else's son with the mom, grows up in that house that was all funded by Tom and then becomes the head of the FBI. Now, you know, they claim somebody else in the FBI, LA department here is handling the case. He's not speaking. Isn't this, but it, would that shock you? And I mean, Erica's own son 
is an LAPD officer. I mean, the the potential level of corruption here is just so fucking unbelievable. Just unbelievable. I don't know. Now, now I'm like, I go back and forth so much, but now I'm like, Erica, like she didn't know all of this. I don't know. I don't know, but listen, some people in the world do the right thing and everyone might be rolling their eyes at this and thinking they're going to do the right thing. I'm not sure that everybody does people money talks. It's sick. It's sad. When you say here's a million dollars, I don't know. You got it. Alway is the is the son of Tom's former secretary. Sorry, not Daniel. Sorry. I saw. I saw. Um, speaking of houses, I mean, for anyone who cares, I mean, Melissa and Joe, you know, they have to up Teresa, then Teresa will up them. They've moved into their new house in Franklin Lakes that they've been building. Did you see that? Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. People were like, it's no, I think it's, you know, I, but do we have any inside? I didn't see any inside pictures. I mean, I didn't really delve, but the outside I thought looked, I did think it looked nice, you know? So me too. Beautiful. Congrats Cute. to Melissa and Joe Franklin Lakes, you know, New Jersey, all parts of New Jersey are not created the same. Lots of New Jersey's in the middle of nowhere. Like Franklin Lakes is a good location close to the city. So this is a much better location for them than where before they lived like in the middle of nowhere. Like Teresa's other house that we've seen her daughters grow up in, like that shit was in the middle of nowhere too. So, I mean, Tottawa, that's like nowhere. No offense to anyone that lives in Tottawa. Um, even though it sounds offensive. So Melissa has a new house. There's that. Teresa got some flack. She uploaded um, an unfiltered picture of herself. People like now she did. She took it down. People screenshotted it. They're telling Teresa to stop the shit. Teresa says she'll never speak to. I always feel like I'm just rushing through New Jersey because I spent so much time with Kim D on. Oh, okay. Patreon. You guys like break it no, down. No, no, no. Like- Let, listen, let's talk about Jersey girl. Not everyone listening to this is on my Patreon. Kim told a crazy story about Danielle Staub this past weekend about her pulling down her pants and showing every. I don't know. Kim has. I mean, Kim has real stories from her war days on Jersey. <laughs> But, you know, Teresa says she'll never speak to them again. And I, I kind of believe it. I don't think this is Kathy and, and Kyle. I think Teresa and Melissa and Joe are really done. I, I really do. I mean, it They're sounds done. like it. I think you already mentioned this, but Gia and, um, oh my God. Unfollowed. Unfollowed Melissa and Joe. Um, look, I mean, it sounds like they've kept up the charade that they've all been speaking for many years when, in fact, they Call don't. It. And so I, I guess that was a bit of a shock to me. It's not to insiders like Kim D. Kim D's known this for a long time. You've known this for a long time. But as a follower, and obviously not, I don't know anyone aside from you really in the Jersey area, you know, they haven't been friends or connected for a very long time. I do tend to believe now, I think as more stories are coming out, I do think this is the last season for Melissa and Joe. Maybe, I I do. Like, and then Maybe I one more, but that's, back, I, I, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think they come back for one more, maybe in and out as like, not even, I mean, I don't think they'll be friends per se, but I think you'll see one more. And then I wouldn't be shocked if that is the end. I mean, I just, yeah, it seems really bad. And it's going to be interesting. You know, they've kept this secret. I guess it's a secret fairly well, you know, that reportedly Joe lost his parents' house to foreclosure because of his bad business practices, Joe Gorga. Not Joe Judice, who also had his own issues. Um, then I saw like Teresa even say this week that Teresa said her mother always believed that Joe Gorga started the christening fight to try to one up Teresa's table throwing and have his own moment. 
Um, so it's it's sad, I guess, because I did think they were such a close knit family, but I guess also no. It's you know, over. It's, it's over. over. They hate each other. Kim has been saying it for like months that they hate each other. And the thing is, like, yeah, you know, every time Kim and I talk about this, the comments are people get, I swear, I, to me, in my experience, people are more heated about Jersey and Beverly Hills than a lot of the other franchises, like deep seated, like people go crazy. It's like, I, I wish I could tell you, I would, cause someone the other day was like, now you're saying this and you're back to Kim and I, I mean, especially me, I am team nobody. I ain't team Teresa. I ain't team Melissa. I got, I call it either both ways, but I do think this is whether you like them or not. I think this is the end for Melissa and Joe. I really do. I'm not even saying, you know, they'll go on, but I just, I think I used to think it was the same thing you said another season and then a season after that. I think this might be the end because we're going to have a season that's already filmed. It's going to end in this explosion. And then the reunion by the end of a three part reunion, it's going to end with the final scene of doing a cheers right after Teresa says, I will never speak to these two people again. I want nothing to do with them. And they'll say the same. And like, to me, it's like, that's it. Like the bow is wrapped up. The present is wrapped. The bow is on it. And we just put it under the Christmas tree on the reunion union i don't see where melissa and joe go after that i'm not saying they just did a live thing i don't know if it was at joe's comedy and somebody these fans i love you guys i love They're you brutal listeners. they you guys this isn't 2018 anymore you guys don't give a fuck me and of course i'd like to take some credit for that sarah because we don't give a fuck but it's not because of me but these i love all you guys because someone stood up at this live show it's Melissa and Joe. It's their it's their night. And someone said, I just want to know, you know, what what are you gonna do without Teresa? Because you guys have no storyline. They asked this. They're three feet away. They're in the fourth row. They said, So Melissa, like we just want to know like how what's your what, what are you gonna do on the show now? Because your whole your whole storyline has been to Melissa was fumbling the question, like didn't even understand. And she was like, wait, and what? And then she was like, Joe kind of stepped in and then Melissa was like, wait, like, I don't understand. You, you like paid money to be here tonight to come see us. And this is like your question. Like, I think they they couldn't believe the question, but it is true. Like, I'm not saying they don't have their own storyline, but it is Teresa's show. Whether you like her or hate her, I think this next season's the end. By the end, it's going to be wrapped up and we're going to have nothing else to do with Melissa and Joe. I think what, it's over. What does Kim D say? So is the story true or it's never really been confirmed and documented that Joe Gorga lost the parents' house or he just, or he basically just mortgaged against it and almost lost it. Like what is the truth in there? Kim has said like, you know, allegedly, you know, she's like, I've believed this to be true for years. Like I've known about this for years. Oh, okay. Kim also has a lot of other things that she hasn't really said on the Patreon about Joe. Like there's some dark things that she has told me about Joe Gorga. I don't know if they're true or not. You know, and of course, the you know, the rumor is leading up, right, is that Teresa started this horrible rumor that Melissa was cheating on Joe Gorga with kind of this hot guy that was in New Jersey. So that's supposedly like setting the scene for our January launch, which Kim and I believe is true. I mean, we've talked about that ad nauseum. You do? for so many reasons like what? we've talked about it because like i i i gotta get on this damn patreon listen i know the person i, I know the guy no oh, he's hot. patreon hot. i can't i can't he's so hot like i can't even so fucking hot no I know. like that's he's the like thing is new york oh he's so fucking hot he's yeah so hot. and i don't want to like but i i know this is what we do on patreon really this is like 
Kim knows the people and who she doesn't know. I know. And it's like, look, just when you know the people and you deduce like, oh, I remember that night. I remember when that happens. And by the end of it, you're like, no, this 100% happened. And trust me, I actually on Patreon for five weeks in a row was like, it didn't happen. It did. And then when all is said and done and we laid everything out, we're like, I believe it happened. That's just my honest, honest, true opinion. Um, Can I just tell you one other thing? Yeah, yeah, Um, please. I didn't. You know, I always say, like, I don't want to really watch all these shows unless it's, like, to report to you guys or someone's coming on. I can't believe I'm saying this because I really feel ugh, there's so many better shows out there these days than these Bravo shows. There really are. So I didn't. What? Well, you know, like, I think Selling Sunset and Blank Empire and just some of the, like, I just. Ugh. But here's. Well, I mean, like. You. I know. I know. How? Well, like. I'm sorry. Well, sacrilege. I mean, are you kidding? Not Beverly Hills, Thank not you. Jersey. That was one of the greatest reality show Phenomenal. seasons of all time. Phenomenal. I mean, Os- the, uh, we just witnessed the Oscars. Of, and I got to say, I think the season before that on on um, Salt Lake, Oscar nominated. Oscar. I, I agree with all that. Okay. I guess I'm just basing it on the Salt Lake that we're watching. I mean, I, I you're still not in. I love someone's it. Someone's got to help sorry. me with Salt Lake. So, guys, help me. Listen, I don't, I want I to, I want to get back on track. So if someone out there can get me back on, every time I say this, I get a thousand DMs that says, I agree with you. I fucking hate it. So if someone could get me back on track, maybe it's you, Sarah, but I just wanted to tell you, I didn't, well, I have someone coming up from this winter house, the winter house, someone's coming on here. And so I had to sit here over the weekend and watch winter house, which I love the first season. I was just like too busy. Can't do the second season. I love it again. I'm loving the winter house again. See, really? for all of you who think I'm a nasty, bitter troll. I like something when I like it. I love Bling Empire, Selling Sunset, love winter houses. I'm like, what is, oh, I have to watch this again? No, we have some new cast members. It's, I don't know. I just love, remember I made you watch this shit last year to talk about I it. Well, you don't have the- to do that this year, but I'm just, I just want to say for anyone watching Winter House that loves it. It's, I mean, love, it's not like my number, it's not Beverly Hills last season, but because I agree with you, that was the fucking Oscars. Get out the Oscar. Best actress goes to Lisa Rinna. Best best supporting actress goes to Erica Jane. Best villain goes to Lisa. Give them every Oscar possible, guys. Um, I mean, I, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, there's is, a lot of nice. good. I mean, I know you're not into it at all either. But 90 Day Fiance is, I mean, it's amazing too. Still, it's it's, it's it's so good. It's just so good. It's just so ridiculous you know and it's just like it's it's amazing and the family members involved i mean i know what you're saying there's so many things to choose from there's just so many great reality shows now and welcome to platteville which i know like no one really follows but for the small group of us that do this this season was unbelievable because they were ultra religious 11 kids the kids grew up like in the late aughts never even knew what a cell phone was and then the parents are separated this season it was quite epic what about okay, mom died a DUI? I'm gonna blow your mind in a second, but I still want to sleep with the, the two Plathville blonde guys. Oh, they're so hot, Ethan and Micah Plath. I I'd know. like to sleep they're with both so of them, hot. to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So that makes me want to watch, but I'm not gonna watch. But I'm gonna blow your mind. You know who I almost went out with this weekend because I have. I mean, who? I've been hearing who? about them for. I have 
two friends that are very good friends with the ones, the onlys, Darcy and Stacy. Oh my God, I'm so fucking jealous. And by the way, they crossed over to major crossover pop culture because Georgie, who was engaged to Darcy on Darcy and Stacy for a long time, allegedly had an affair with Nick Carter's ex-fiance, like hooking oh. up. I've DM Georgie's from DC, by the way, massage therapist. I had gotten when he came on Darcy and Stacy. I'd gotten a lot of DMs from people that were like, he's doing this only for TV. He's a massage therapist. I've been out with him. My friend's been out. We, we, the whole town of Potomac has been out with him. And then supposedly he hooked up with, and I, I DM'd him back and forth. And I DM'd him about Nick Carter's, um, not Nick Carter, Aaron Carter. I always mix them up. Aaron Carter's oh, ex-fiance. Aaron, Carter. Aaron Carter, not Nick. Sorry. Oh. I always do that. Oh my God, I'm the worst with fucking names. Okay, erase this whole episode. Like, no, it's okay. okay. I got wrong. Anyway, Aaron Carter's ex fiance, and that is what did break off Georgie and Darcy's engagement. Was that rumor? Interesting. Okay, let me look into that. But no, I mean, in my, I'm like, get them on my podcast. We know get Darcy and Stacy on. They didn't go out with them either, but we uh, had a thing. And then, I mean, like I told you yesterday, I was like praying to like bejesus that like my life would just somehow improve because I was like in bed curled up because of my diet. Isn't this a really healthy way to live? Oh my God. But anyway, they didn't All go right. out with them anyway, but they are like really good friends with Darcy and Stacy. Honestly, they live in Connecticut, blah, blah, blah. Um, what as before we yeah, wrap up? Oh, yeah, guess, we got to wrap. We, we got to wrap up. We're going to do another show soon. Um, There you go, everyone. Um, Follow Sarah, right? Follow me. Yes. At the Sarah Fraser show. Love you, David. Love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.